0: All right, well, yada, 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 I am Ryan Hornblower McKenna.
1: Hornblower. Nice.
0: (laughs) I don't fucking know.
1: (laughs) Uh, At least you had one. Uh, It just, shit's just popping into my head. I'm Harland Phantom Power Grant. (laughs) We are the Doddlers. The Doddlers Philosophy. Shorts. (laughs) Presents Shorts.
0: Oh, you don't like presents. you don't like presents.
1: I don't have much presents. That's why I'm just a podcaster.
0: <laughs> ah, just a lowly podcaster, just an old, lowly podcaster okay, um i guess i I think we talked about it before we started recording. I have to ask myself this one right.
1: And I will. Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So you do this. That's okay. I'll do this.
0: Ryan? Yes. What's your take on end-ofs? What? End-ofs. What is it? endives? Uh No, end-ofs. Like, the end of the novel. When people say, the end of science, Horgan. Uh... It's Paul, right? Paul Horgan, whatever. I don't care. He's got a last name, and that's all that matters. Matthew? Mark? Um, yeah. John. We're um, the end of, we just did a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, Terrence McKenna, who like, is all about the end of history or the end of the world. Episode seven. Uh, episode what? Seven. Climate change. Oh, Megadeth? Oh, climate change, Megadeth? Well, all right, whatever. I just don't understand what the... I guess maybe this kind of comes back to mortality. Because I thought Megadeth and you said climate change and I'm thinking, you oh, what's the difference? Um, uh, Megadeth is mass extinctions. Apparently, it's episode nine. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so there's a lot of this uh, people get all caught up in the end of this and the end of that and i kind of think um any kind of end of discussion is something that you have after something is ended like the end of the roman empire you know to say it in the thing I would think would be trouble because you're never quite sure whether or not it's going to like rebound or maybe you don't realize that things are moving in a, you know, sort of cyclically and you're just on the bottom end of the cycle. And that, and so for you, the impression is everything is awful because everything was better before. And so since it's awful now, it's going to end, you know, um, Or even when, I mean, I guess I could also put this in the, you know, birth ofs or the origin of or whatever, you know. Um, We want to talk about like, you know, this this is the birth of a new era, you know. Um, I guess I could have also said age of, right? The age of irony, you know, like we love to talk about things in this way. And yet I kind of feel like it's sort of unfounded. And it's a little, I'm I'm just flying here. It's a little irresponsible. Because you've got work to do now on the things. And now, for some reason, doing an end of or whatever gives you a chance to now slack off and be like, well, it's the end of it, so I guess I don't have to worry about it anymore. you know. And I think that's kind of crap because uh, to be caught up in something like that before it even happens, because we kind of look back and we say, okay, that was the end of that or whatever. And we have our reasons why if you were caught up in it, you might not, you know, continue to do whatever it is that should be done and you're caught up in the feeling of things being over and you're essentially giving up and you're not showing up, you know? And I kind of think that's that's not the way we should think. Oh. It's I'm a little normative now. Uh oh. Um uh oh. But you know, I think that there's there's a lot of it's more detrimental to be in that moment of being like, the end of an era, you know? Like, just stop focusing on things being over and just get to work. If it's over, then you'll know because it, you won't be able to do whatever it is you're trying to do anymore. Like, somehow you'll be like, I just can't write a novel. It's physically impossible. It's the end of the novel, you know? Like, idiots. I, You know what I mean? Like, somehow... It's similar to the idea of like people's obsession with, in say, science or anything really. The huge meme created by Thomas Kuhn of the paradigm shift. I don't even know how many times he actually said paradigm shift in that uh, article slash book that he wrote on uh, revolutions, uh, scientific revolutions and stuff. But, you know, it's like people get obsessed about that, like, oh, the uh, turning over and stuff. And I think. I don't know if there's a way to really uh have good confidence about whether or not it is happening. I guess then my question becomes something kind of like the sort of paradoxy thing. Once you start thinking something's over, do you start to help it get over? You know, like do you start to help it become this end in in itself? Like once that meme gets in your head, do you do people collectively start pushing it off the cliff? And we're more like the lemmings than we realize, or whatever. All right, that was my messy take, but I think there's some stuff in there for you to work with.
1: I'm gonna ask a couple of questions first, I think. So, in these examples.
0: Mm, mm,
1: mm, mm. This means hello.
0: Hold on, don't ask for clarifying questions. <laughs> Because I can't give anything to you. I could just ramble on. And this would be like 30 minutes of me being like, well. So just get to the heart of the matter, man.
1: (laughs) I think you'd rather me ask clarifying questions than me say, this whole thing that you just said doesn't make any sense. And I don't know what you're. Um... The end of the discussion. Yeah, That would be the end of the discussion the way i'm interpreting you i'll just say if yes. i'm not allowed Perfect. to ask is that you're not these things are <laughs> all question mark mostly examples of er- eras in a, you i think you use that term in part and they would all be sociologically categorized eras that there would be some social abstraction like science or the novel or history i guess the end of the world might be different if one meant some sort of literal destruction event but in general with these end ofs i'm thinking you mean some kind of large-scale human group population abstract behavioral category and then I would say that most of the time that an individual human at a place and time sort of by definition in their present declares some group era to be at a close that they would be doing so for some sort of s- self-serving reason I, don't, I suspect most of the time. I don't think that very many people who are striving to write a novel in the sense of a word arrangement that fits in what they take to be the definition of novel would come out and say that the era of the novel is over. But that it would be someone perhaps who had failed or someone from the outside or someone who had some sort of resentment that would be wanting to say, oh, yeah, well, science, that's over. We don't do that anymore. Or philosophy, philosophy is over.
0: My thinking is that it wouldn't be. I mean, you could say maybe there's somebody who is resentful and they they say it's over, which is, you know, I I mean, I'm not denying that uh, circumstance. But I think that people like it because it's a way, it's an attention grabber. It plays on people's fears of, you know, probably if I can psychoanalyze humanity here for a second, it plays on their fears of death. And, you know, it just is another representation of, well, if that's over, then what will I do? You know, it's sort of an existential dilemma of sorts Um, and you know things were so status quo and now that's not okay anymore so what do we do and I'm recalling poorly (laughs) there was a book I read about time and I don't think it was written very well because it seemed like the person rushed it at the end and it lost its interest uh, interesting qualities or whatever lost my interest (laughs) but it was at one point talking about this guy who he's a physicist he had this i think i I i hope i'm not like conflating or bringing together two different people into one person here this is how good my memory is you're welcome folks but he uh he his dad died and when he was when he was young and he wanted It's sort of a sad emotional thing but he always wanted to create a time machine so that he could go back and like figure it out and he's kind of a really smart physicist guy who decided that's kind of what he was going to focus on was time travel but one of the things that he kind of came around to and these could be two different people i don't know but there's this idea that this guy had where and he did it mathematically and i don't know if where it stands to this day but the idea is that you can never really know if you're at the end or the beginning of something you know it's it, and and he had all this mathematical treatment of why that would be it was all very statistical like the probability that you are at the end of something is so incredibly low that you guessing it right no matter what the information available to you at the time has been, is likely, it's just, you're probably not at the end of it, you know? And you're not at the beginning of it either, you know? It's like, you're just in the middle, you know? And just accept it, you know, that kind of thing. And so that was the other thing I thought was, well, what if then, you know, once humans get it in their head that it is the end of something, What if they're capable of pushing it over the edge and making it the end of it, you know, for whatever reason, because it's just the zeitgeist and people are stupid and they are willing to do whatever, you know, to go with the herd or, you know, the lemmings off the cliff or something like that. Of course, I'm not talking about our listeners, but
1: (laughs) so especially the ones who have been here from the beginning.
0: Alienation. Uh, just listen to Terrence McKenna. Um, culture is not your friend. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was kind of where I was coming from, and that I didn't think it would be necessarily motivated by resentment exactly, but I can totally see how that would be the case. But uh, that Horgan guy. What's his first name? John. John <laughs> he's Paul Paul Horgan has a book out there called the end of science and you know it really like the, the science is over you know like and you've figured it out Paul <laughs> anyway um so I don't know it's just that's I don't like it for some reason
1: I'm not yet sure that's my take Well, this is a a, a predictable refrain coming out of me. I don't like it because it's obviously nonsense. There's no end of any of these things because there's no start because there is none of these things. Oh, Christ. These are stupid, extremely high-level abstractions that don't exist in any relevant way. And end of statements are clickbait. And I think that is relatively close to part of what you were saying. It's a way yeah. to provoke. It's a way to be special. If you either were there for the end of it or brought about the end of it or at least identified where the end of something was. But because they're these, they're kind of genre. Yeah. Oh, punk rock ended in 1987 or what, you know, any statement like... It was 81. (laughs) Well, see, now we can have a big, long debate about which of those it is and why. And there will be no fact of the matter because there is no such thing and there... Well, see, this is where I kind of
0: disagree. I kind of want to say that why not let people have their fictitious world and in that world it is this thing you know you always want to step back and look at the thing from a distance and say well I don't see anything there but I'm always thinking well it's kind of I mean it's not like the holodeck in Star Trek but the sort of like that you know where you can still your behaviors in it can still dictate how things kind of unfold a little bit even though maybe there's a few rules and things like you're gonna you know whatever the Dick Tracy character Picard likes to play He'll get shot at at one point, you know, or whatever, and they'll have to duck. The office gets blown away by whatever that kind of gun is. Anyway, but you still, like, everybody just sort of pretends. The power of pretend. And then that kind of gets passed around, and so it's its own thing, especially in people's heads, and they can start to really kind of incorporate that into their behavior. And then they're going around doing stuff. And I mean, I know you want to say it doesn't exist or whatever, but I kind of think, well, fine. You know, when you step back and you look at it and you, you're Harland. Yeah, I, I can't say no to that. But I kind of want to say, well, but that's kind of what the circle jerk is all about. You know, it's all about everybody just sort of it's like a big as if you know well i'll behave as if it was or whatever and then people behave as if whether it's a thing or not and it becomes to me in and of itself its own little thing
1: with consequences and stuff i agree de- i agree with you there are linguistic consequences but also in this- linguistic consequences wasn't that Why what you just like just consequences like if- well, you, I thought the whole point was there are consequences to declaring the end of an era. Oh, okay. And uh, that would be linguistic. And I, I'm trying to stress since there are no eras in some kind of ontology, but it's all just a social game. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. all. You, it's the social game. Yeah. Okay. So then, it. That's what it's. It's a language then when you declare that we have reached the end of the novel, that's not some fact about the universe, that's some kind of aesthetic, artistic, social claim. Yeah, and I, and I get it. I, I get and what it's, you're saying. And it's false in so many ways. <laughs> it's false in, in some kind of objective metaphysical sense but it's also false in a commercial sense people still print things that are labeled novel people still read things that are novel called novels uh so that it's just meaningless in multiple ways when anyone whenever someone declares the end of something
0: but i think when they declare the end of something it's meaningful all it has to be is meaningful in one way It can be meaningless in myriad kinds of ways. But so long as it's meaningful in one way, then that's enough. That would be my half-assed assertion. Take that.
1: And is there a way for you to characterize the... Is there a general way that it's meaningful? Or does each different one have a different way it's meaningful?
0: I would think it just comes down to whether or not people understand or think they understand what the what the the topic at hand is whether it's a novel or history or whatever and they would then take that information in and then change their behavior accordingly so at one point they're walking around just like hey you know this is this is the way things are and I'm going to go to the coffee shop and order myself a cup of coffee and they show up at the door and it says, the end of coffee. Or how about the end of bananas or whatever. And they're like, ah! you know, and then they just maybe, maybe, maybe it, it strikes some anxiety in them and they just are like, well, I guess it's the end of coffee. I I might as well drink tea, I guess. And maybe they never drink coffee again, but you know, whether or not coffee is actually over is another thing entirely, but maybe, maybe, coffee like tanks because everyone like goes into that tailspin and everyone's drinking tea. It's a conspiracy by tea Um twinnings. But um, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's just sort of like people can be sucked in and maybe like I was saying, it's, it's a little bit more than just end of, but end is kind of the, I think a big one because it's like, you're dead, you know, like, you're never coming back. It's over. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I so. I agree that that's a way that it these linguistic entities, or whatever, I keep wanting to stress that part, but the campaign, but it's expressed yeah. in language, whatever, of X is over, ended, you know, those can have effects. They can change the behavior of certain brackets, stupid, it's individuals (laughs) who would literally read a sign or see a tweet or be you know encounter this ad campaign from stash tea that says oh coffee is over (laughs) the era of coffee is done that's so 2012 and now we're in the age of tea that could be a campaign sure and it could work but it doesn't mean anything, and you'd have to be stupid to let it affect you. <laughs> it, well, that's why I brought it up. Just trying to
0: the separate the wheat from the chaff, or what do you do? The that's curds and the whey? That's the phrase, way. yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. You with us or against
1: us, listeners?
0: Um, all right. Well, anyway, I just wanted to say it's the end of the episode.
1: With an earthquake, birds, and snakes, and airplanes.